All right, we're at um, Celebrate Walla Walla, and I'm uh, on the bus uh, with uh, Niccolo Daflito. Hey, this is Christopher Chan, your host of Happy Hour Radio, and I'm here in Walla Walla, um, and actually hanging on a bus ready to go to the uh, wonderful Vintage Poor tonight over at Tranche. But I've, I found a seat next to um, one of the principals here who was on the panel of Celebrate Walla Walla, uh, the world of Cabernet Sauvignon. I have a Tuscan winemaker, Niccolo Daflito of Frescobalde. Baldi, um, Niccolo, welcome to happy hour. Uh, thank you very much to be here. I'm very happy and uh, we will see what we are going to test on the next days. I hope to be a good ambassador for Tuscany and uh, we will see. Sure, the intensity and the structure of the wine of Walla Walla are really bigger than me. I don't know if I arrive to be to stay on the ring with you, so I will see. <laughs> um, where did you learn winemaking? I grew up in Tuscany, but at that period we don't have any university in uh, Tuscany, so I went to Bordeaux, because Bordeaux is, in any case, the capital of the wine. So I stayed in Bordeaux for four years, and uh, I have a, I have a degree in uh, winemaking in Bordeaux. Really? So what year was that? was uh, from 78 to 83, and I picked also my wife there, so now <laughs> I'm almost She's French. French. She's French, oh, sure. Very good. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'm, I'm, it's interesting because doesn't Piedmont have a few um, viticultural schools in Alba or in Torino? Or? No, they were on another level. There oh, yeah. was no university. Right. Now we have uh, 10 different universities, but at that period it was only uh, license. I don't know how you tell it in English. So. Uh, no, right, right, I, yes, a certificate or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, so how many vintages have you uh, produced in Italy? Uh, too, too much. <laughs> <laughs> too much. So I grew up in a farm, so I started shoveling uh, Poggio, grapes. Right? <laughs> yes. What's the farm? Is that a Poggio, right? Yes, so um, too many, too many. Probably 40, 41. Yeah, yeah. wow. And uh, do you still love the wine? You, do you still uh, sure. drink the wine and you love the wine? Sure. Uh, the uh, the difference is the climate because each harvest is different. So every year I learn something because we don't have to forget one thing is very important. Quality is uh, to be humble, and if you are humble, you will reach the quality. If you are uh, well, that's quite interesting too because he studied in Bordeaux, See. which apparently is a little bit about puffing up your chest <laughs> and having the high best chateau well, I, and all that. I learned that in Bordeaux. <laughs> so did you, did they have a teaching facility learning actually making wine and vintages and? Uh, yes, not too much. The wine of the the university is now very good, but a very, very good, very good teacher. There was a couple people, Monsieur Peinot, Ribeiro Gaillon, Lafon Lafourcade, Glory. They were a very mythic professor. I was so lucky to arrive at that moment at the university and that they are very professional, sincere person and very clean. Interesting. Did, were there any women in the class at that time? Yeah, many, many women. Many women from Bordeaux. <laughs> Bordeaux. So I was a, a friend with a couple of Spanish and Greek and the Portuguese and the French, very snob. They never, never speak with us. Really? So now yeah, okay. when I'm going back with a different passport, they... <laughs> Aha, now you're interesting. <laughs> they change. <laughs> I'm speaking with um, Frescobaldi winemaker Niccolo Deflito, and um, let's talk about Frescobaldi. Uh, this is what, 400 years? 700 years? 700 years. Yes, Frescobaldi 700 
start to plant vineyards on uh, 12th century. They start our bankers and after they put the money on the soil and still now they are on the farm. So you do farm. need a large fortune to make a small fortune in the yes. Well, they, they work very well. They are passionate, they know everything about the estate, so I'm very lucky to work for this family. And I've had the pleasure of tasting many of the wines, and one of the wine regions in Tuscany that's always um, uh, intrigued me was Pomino, because I remember tasting Fresco Balladay's Pinot Noir, Pinot Nero, if you will. Yes. Well, Do you make that? Yeah, I make that. That is uh, my bad beast, because the Pinot Noir is the bad beast of the winemaker. So, uh, I don't plant it there, but Leonia Frescobaldi in 1850 come back from uh, France, where the Medici family exited the uh, Frescobaldi family. So, they stayed 300 years in uh, France, and when they come back, they bring all the French variety. And Pomino is a very special place because it is 600 meters on the sea level. So what the altitude is playing in France is the latitude. So very cool temperature and the Pomino, Pinot Noir is coming very, very well. But few regions in Tuscany, few regions. It stood out in my mind and I'm so, it's how um, ironic that I get a chance to ask the winemaker about that wine. Now, I believe that Pomino was included in the Bando edict, yes. right? In one a, of the four yeah, regions. Four Yes. That's Way back it. in 14 yes, or yeah, 52 or something. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that was Carmignano, uh, Chianti, Pomino, yes. and uh, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, I should know yeah, that. You're going to put me. Yeah. I got that Master Sommelier yeah. exam coming. So they make wine from error, and uh, it's very easy to just follow what was the tradition. Because for us, the tradition is very important. Do you think that, did you study or uh, intern or work with um, Tuscan winemakers prior or after you got your viticultural degree or enology degree from well, University of Bordeaux? Well, I go very often in Bordeaux and uh, some, when I was younger I was uh, following some course. Now I little stop. I little stop because uh, uh, I think now what, all the technology is uh, finished. We cannot go more far away the technology. Now we have to go back and uh, learn to lose uh, technology. Uh, the winemaker have to do uh, just uh, uh, a small uh, pass on the back. Uh, I don't like anymore the winemaker wine. I like the terroir winemaker. Uh, so that, that is very important. So no anymore technology. I don't use any yeast, any uh, fertilizer on the vineyards. I don't uh, any way try to improve the quality of my wine. Uh, I like just how is it. Uh, I don't do any batonnage. I don't do any green harvest. I don't do any bleeding. So no I, green harvest. No green harvest. Really? No green harvest. If you have to do a green harvest, does mean uh, something is wrong in your vineyards. That the vines are too young, maybe, or is too it? young. Well, but if they are too young, you cannot expect. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. No green harvest and uh, no bleeding. Uh, and when I was young, I was just following that. I was uh, looking at the hundred points of Robert Parker. So more intense, more rich wine, more barrel, 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 barrel. Yeah. Yeah. And now I just 
think something different. So you have to remember, we came from the elegance region. Right. Tuscany is the elegance region. So we don't have only uh, Leonardo, Michelangelo, Raffaello, Botticelli. We have also Gucci, Prada, Ferragamo. And all this uh, between the 14th century to now is elegance. Elegance. If you go on the main square of Florence, there is a beautiful statue. Everyone knows the David of Michelangelo. Right. It's not very masculine. <laughs> it's not Schwarzenegger. It's eh? interesting. You made me think that because he is um, of a relaxed pose. It's, it's not Hercules. But it's not masculine. But it's beautiful. Yes, you sure, see. It's... And the masculine was for 10 first my winemaking year. And after with Lamberto Frescobaldi, who is the owner, a president, you tell, look, we are on the wrong way. The people, they don't understand our wine because they are drinking the winemaker. So when we have uh, some problem of sales because the people they order our wine because it was a uh, very well known but they don't finish the bottle i uh, make a new instrument so i built a new instrument and they put in all the restaurant the wall as a smoky detector i have yeah. a smile detector okay. and my smile detector at the end of the day was like this one so i got so traveled <laughs> my god i cannot continue to do 100 points wine in drinkable so I go back in Florence and we have a restaurant on the main uh -huh. place of Florence in Piazza della Signoria and I speak so with these two my friend Leonardo and Michelangelo and they tell me look Nicolo you are on the wrong way you are doing a statue with very big muscle just look my statue the David is no muscle there is no muscle there is elegance so if you want to be a good ambassador of Tuscany do elegant wine, don't do masculine wine. So, so what year did what you think you found, you realized that, was that in the 90s, the, the 90s, late 90s? Yes. 95. 95, okay. 95 was a very good harvest, but rich, green harvest, bleeding, uh, barrel. Yeah, so oh you, you worked to make... And now, wine. if I open one of these bottles, they are very nice, but who can keep the bottle for so long time? <laughs> and, uh, well, you see the agility of the wine, it depends no on the structure depend of other things at the age of the vineyards how produce the vineyards so the secret for me was to go back on the vineyards and try to find the balance between the leaves uh, production and the roots that is very important and uh, when we arrived to do that with a very long long work in the vineyards with cover crop with sometimes 20 different kind of, of herbs pushing down the roots well, at the end, you have a, a balanced production. Sure, 2014, who was a very rich harvest, I do some green harvest, some bleeding. But I don't produce my Grand Cru Glacé. I stop. I produce only secondary wine, super premium wine. But the balance is more important than intensity. I, I, I and uh, Well, uh, you see, the more expensive wine in the world is now a Bordeaux. Uh, it's a Burgundian wine. <laughs> and uh, uh, when, you watch, Conti, uh, when, when you watch, when you is the Romani Conti. When you watch at this, uh, the amount of the tannin, they don't have tannin. Exactly, uh, we saw that some, today. Today, but uh, today they don't tell the more expensive bottle was that one. <laughs> That's true. That's interesting. Um, but we're not. We're here to celebrate the Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, how many wine uh, labels are there associated with Frescobaldi? 
65. We have a seven estate, 1,400 hectares, who's uh, 3,000 uh, acres. acres. Yeah. Seven estate, but I know each one of my vineyards. So we are uh, not a big producer. We are uh, a garage wine with a lot of wine because uh, I care about each vineyard as a small producer. It's interesting because we talk about elegance, Tuscany being the, the region of elegance, and of yes. course Sangiovese being one of the most elegant wines. Yeah. Um, do you think the uh, area of Maremma and Bulgari were that opportunity to... Tell me to, which one? Uh, Maremma and si. Bulgari, right? Ah, did nice. did, did ah. those wines become well, that yes. opportunity to express the sure. power and, and the fortitude? Sure. We have a two estate in um, Bulgari and in Maremma, so they are probably the best of uh, our... <laughs> And what's the state there for Frescobaldi? Well, Frescobaldi is owning uh, Ornellaia. Also, if I'm not charge of this uh, wine, and uh, is my friend Axel, and uh, we own another estate in south of Toscan called Amiraglia. Yes, excellent. Uh, That's so exciting. Um, and hey, this is your first time to Washington or to Walla Walla? Walla Walla, yes. In Washington, I've been in Seattle many times, but Walla Walla is the first time. I'm so curious. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. Um, have you have you re-rested? Are you fortified, ready for yes. a big weekend of, of tasting <laughs> sure. big wines? Well, no, I came from two days in work in San Francisco, one in uh, Walla Walla, speaking with all my customers. So. I'm ready. Well, tease me, um, what wine will we be tasting at the uh, panel discussion tomorrow? It's the Murmureto. It's a very traditional wine. So Leonia, when he came back, she bring uh, for Pomino, who is very high, uh, Pinot Nero and uh, Pinot Noir and uh, Chardonnay. She bring also some Cabernet Sauvignon in Nipozzano. So on the lowest part of uh, Nipozzano, we have uh, a sandy soil very close to the River Arno, and then we plant the Cabernet Sauvignon there. So we'll test the Murmureto. Excellent. Uh, well, uh, winemaker Niccolo Deflito um, from Frescobaldi, uh, what a treat, what a pleasure. Um, I'd love to talk to you more, and perhaps tomorrow we'll have another chance. Thank you for joining me on Happy Hour Radio. Thank you to you. Thank you. Be happy to be here.